How about a free deck of Kickstarter cards? Sounds great. Well, keep listening. But first, let us tell you real quick about thecage.co. Get ready to meet The Cage, a thriving online community of BDSM enthusiasts from around the world, managed by kinky people for kinky people. There's loads to explore on The Cage. Browse local member profiles, chat with new people, or sift through hundreds of personal blogs with fresh content published by members around the clock. You'll also find lively discussion boards with great topics, diverse profiles, and personal ads of all orientations and persuasions, plus a handy BDSM podcast directory and BDSM events calendars. And when you follow Dan and Dawn, that's us, at The Cage, you get a free deck of Kickstarter cards. What? Yep. (laughs) Register now and you will get two weeks of free premium membership. This is an all-access pass to everything. No strings attached, no credit card required. Just use the promo code erotic 21 when you register and premium will be activated instantly then friend the dan and dawn account and we'll send you a free deck of kickstarter cards all you pay is whatever the post office charges us for shipping but this offer is only good through november 2021 drop on by now and discover a bdsm community like no other find your kind of fun inside the cage that's t-h-e-c-a-g-e This week on Erotic Awakening, what do I got to offer? Red flag, (laughs) green flag, and rules and polyamory. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening. When? Right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our awesome patrons who receive ad-free early access to podcasts as well as other perks thank you to all our supporters we have elizabeth and tammy both of them returning so awesome awesome very much you know that's really good feeling somebody signs up they leave for whatever reason and they come back Mm -hmm. tells you you know they they really do want to keep supporting you so thanks guys thanks for coming back awesome hi dan hi dawn how are you this fine day i'm actually doing pretty well we are set up in a beautiful spot in south carolina Mm -hmm. is that clouds rolling in no not here so yeah i think it is but it hasn't been the last couple days it's been absolutely beautiful for those listening and uh paying attention we are on the rv road trip Actually, we've moved into the RV, so it's more than I guess <laughs> I was the road say, trip. More than a road trip. But we are currently in the Orangeburg area, Orangeburg, Orangeburg South Carolina, Carolina area. area. If you are a podcast listener and want to say hi, reach out. We have a couple people uh, that we're going to go and be saying hi to before too long. So hopefully, and I'll try to set that up tonight. Um, but yeah, I looked on Fet. Vet life, there's not much going on now, in Orangeburg. No, there are a couple gangbangs happening in the next two weeks, and that's about it. Now, yeah. there is an event not too far away that we might be checking out, and if we do, we will tell you listeners about it. Oh, at the end of the month, right? Beginning uh, of December? Even before that, I found another oh, one. Oh, you found another one. More will be revealed. Mm. Today's topic, uh, don't pay any attention to what I put in the show notes. I'm changing Ooh, it on okay. you. okay. Recently, I read a great post by one of our podcast listeners and somebody that we recently had some interaction with. Uh, they, we taught a class for them. And I said, I love this post that you wrote. You should come on the podcast and talk about it. And they said, no, thanks. So we're going to talk about it from our perspective oh, instead. Oh, nice. Okay. And I didn't get permission to use their name, so I'm not going to use their name, but you know who you are. <laughs> um, and they do listen. So, yes, yeah. and they do listen. So, Dawn, 
you didn't get to read this post yet, so your, no, your have view on this will be fresh. Okay. What do you, as a submissive or follower, whatever terminology you want to use, as far as, and we're speaking specifically, you know what, both BDSM and Power Exchange. Okay. What do you, as a, uh, as a submissive slash bottom, bring to the table specifically when it comes to the fact that you are over 50 years old? Ooh, what do I bring to the table? Well, lucky now, for you. Now, this is specific to because you're over 50. Right. What is it that you... Oh, yeah, okay, I get okay, it. Okay, all right. Because if you remember, I also run the group OWL. Yes. Which is Older Women in Alternative Lifestyles. So we've actually kind of thought about this a little bit and, um, you know, and had this as one of our discussions. So let's see if I can think personally about what I bring to the table being over 50. Um... God, I guess the main thing that I bring to the table is that I've got enough life experience at this point that I know what I like and what I don't like. I know what mm. I will accept from people and how I'm treated and what I won't accept from people with how I'm treated, right? I have more experience in standing up for myself, right? Now, this isn't going to be everybody. This is me. This is Dolan yep, talking, yep. right? So I have more experience with standing up for myself. I have raised two kids. I've got, you know, all that stuff going on. And literally, I know I had experience with a past relationship that I don't plan on allowing in my life again, right? So I know what it is I'm looking for, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I mean, something could catch me by surprise, obviously. But um, I kind of know what I like. And I've learned over time how to express it. And I've learned some self-confidence. And, you know, I, I think those are va very valuable things to bring to the table. Okay, very cool. Um, You've dated people over 50. Absolutely. What do you like that they bring to the table? I That's not important now. I'm okay. going to tell you instead Fine. what I bring to the table. Okay, good. As somebody good. who's a, a, a leader and a top and a master who's over 50. Mm -hmm. And quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit, but a good chunk over 50. A little bit over 50. There's a, well, there's a song by Sammy Hager. Okay. Telling, I can't drive. 55. I wasn't going to say that, but go on. <laughs> and actually, I'm a little speeding just a little bit. Beyond, okay, anyway. <laughs> so some of the things that I thought about, you know, now, obviously, what I don't bring, that's the younger people might bring is, you know, they're going to be in, they're in better shape. They have a full head of hair. Um, <laughs> they are probably in general, and I'm going to with only a few exceptions, most people see younger people as prettier. Obviously, there's some exceptions to that, right? Sean Connery, people still went gaga for it, regardless of his age. What I bring to the table, though, is, first off, um, I've made a lot of mistakes already. Mm. And I've recovered from them. So if I make... Now you say, well, what? You already bring mistakes to the table? No, I bring the ability to recover from mistakes to the table. Right. I have been... I've had all the life challenges already up to and including having somebody in my collar die, right? So you're not, you know, nothing is going to happen 
And again, you know, we always say I want to knock on the wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> but life isn't going to throw a curveball at me that I say, oh, gee, I've never had to deal with getting laid off before. I've never had to deal with a dog dying before. I've never, well, no, I have dealt with all that stuff before. And even though there are going to be things that I have to deal with that I have not dealt with before, I will recognize as somebody who is older, say, well, that's part of life. Mm-hmm. It's not a deal breaker. It's not the end of things. It is a bump. And you recover from bumps, right. right? I was going to say, I, I'm a, a slightly a, a slight worrier. So when you said, I can't think of things, I'm like, no, don't say that because I can think <laughs> of the things. I can think of the things. But you finish that with, mm-hmm. but you know that it's a bump in the road. We'll recover. You'll recover. Right. And therefore, it's not as stressful for you. I'm also going to bring a, a, a reasonable skill set. When it comes to BDSM, when it comes to flogging, I didn't learn mm. how to flog last year mm-hmm. or the year before or 10 years ago, right? I've learned to flog a long time ago. I've got a lot of flogging, a lot of spanking, the experience with the things that I, that I know how to do. Right. I am also over trying out the things I don't know how to do. Not, you know, being stuck trying, oh, everybody loves rope nowadays. I better become a rope top. I don't feel the need to do that just to get people to like me or just to have, find people to play with. Part of the advantage for me being older is I don't really give a fuck anymore. And what I mean by that is if if you and I go to a swing club here in Orangeburg, South Carolina, <laughs> I don't know that don't we'll see find how one. that's happening. <laughs> no, but if we went to a swing club and uh, you got all your holes filled and nobody was mm. that interested in me, I would, sure, that would be a ping but it wouldn't destroy me. It wouldn't fuck with me for days on end. It would be like, ah, oh, geez, that sucks. I'm going to try harder next time. I'll do something different next time, right? Mm-hmm. I also recognize, and like you said, there's this level of self-confidence that I've managed because of time. And time is a requirement for this level of self-confidence to recognize I have had wonderful sex encounters and terrible sex encounters. Right. And they're not, none of those define me. Neither one defines me. So, and, well, you brought up BDSM, which I didn't really cover particularly. I just covered in general. But BDSM-wise, mm-hmm. I've also got 20 years of negotiating at this point, mm-hmm. right? So, not that I'm fantastic at it, but if I forget something, I also realize I forgot something, you know? So, And I can handle things with a little sense of humor and a little more forgiveness and a little more graciousness, you know? So if a scene goes wrong, there's a little more forgiveness there, right? Mm. I don't have... Um, I was going to say I don't have high expectations, but that's wrong. I don't cling to my expectations so much anymore. I'm, I'm more... In, especially in BDSM, more with going with the flow. Mm-hmm. I love certain things, but if it doesn't happen, because I mean, remember, you and I would go to like Kinky College or something, and we would have all these plans to play yep. that night, yep. and we would talk about it, and we would, you know, be so excited, and then we would get there, and we would either be tired from the trip, tired from presenting, whatever, and for one of us, it just wasn't going to be fun. So we're like, you know, I really don't feel like playing tonight. And I used to take that real personally. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, huh, okay, we'll have time to do it later or we won't. And we'll have a good time if we get to do it. So mm-hmm. just more relaxed. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge aspect of that. In general, we, as we get older, 
we're, we're more, a little more patient. Yeah. You know, which is a weird thing because on one hand, the, you know, the, the 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 sand in the hourglass is getting thinner. Yeah, I I am impatient sometimes because I want more relationships, I want more yes. experiences, I want to experience this stuff before I either lose my sex drive or I feel like I'm too old to do something. Oh, I learned a new term, but go ahead, I want to share this new term with you. But I'm not going to tolerate bullshit either, right? I'm, right. You know, it's the whole get off my lawn sort of thing. But And it's not that so much. But it's, you know, I don't feel like I've got time for a lot of bullshit in my life right now, right? Right. Um, if I'm going to invest in you, I'm going to invest fully, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to, you know, put the energy and the time into it. Um, when I, and then another thing that came to my mind is, and again, this isn't everybody, but for us... We are much more financially flexible than we were when we were younger, you know? We don't have kids to put through school. We don't have to worry about buying clothes for, you know, that kind of thing. We don't even have to worry about buying clothes for us now. We don't have room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, If we we hit a cold, cold spot, I brought no sweaters, no nothing. I'm going to go hit Goodwill. Buy a few sweaters. When we get back into warm time, I'll redonate. Yeah, the exactly. You know, so it's not so it's not to say that we are are wealthy in any mm-hmm, sense no. of the imagination, or even somewhat. You know, compared to some people, we're not even well off. But we are. We understand budgeting, and we are secure with budgeting. We know where our next meal is coming from. Um, at you know, the moment, because anyway, we've learned, yeah. yeah, at the moment, but we've learned those kind of skills to manage the money mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, um, which uh, this, this could be an expensive lifestyle. Those events oh. are not cheap. I know something else that I bring to the table. Go on. I have a fucking high sex drive right now. Mm-hmm. I can bring my sex drive to the table. Now you're, I, I'm curious because are you saying that when you were younger, you didn't have that sex drive? Is it different? <sighs> you know, I don't know. Did I have the sex drive? Before hooking up with you? Okay. In high school with the first boyfriend, mm-hmm. high sex drive. Okay. Then I got married, had kids, had not found kink yet. Things were boring. Nah. There's about 12 of that 14 years that I did not have a sex drive. Right. Or it was squashed down or mm-hmm. something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I hooked up with you and it blossomed. And maybe I say my sex drive is higher because I know what I want now. Mm. So maybe that's part of it. So I know what it is I desire. I know. And maybe part of it is the whole running out of time feeling. You know, I, we're going to have to we're going to jump that into a new topic. Your sex drive. Your sex drive is going to be a topic. OK. Because. You, on one hand, you have a high sex drive. On the other hand, you're too picky. I am picky. That is true. I I'm, I have a high sex drive, but I have no interest in just going to a swing club and getting fucked. I have a high sex drive with a craving for connection. Mm-hmm. And I just don't find that with many hookups. Right, right. So, Again, that's, we'll make that a separate topic. Well, I want to throw in there, so I was talking about the high sex drive, because someone um, that we know, and I don't have permission to use their name either, they mentioned something, and I forget where, they're calling themselves a gray sexual. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that word, I hear gray, and it makes me think low. But no, they're gray sexual, as in they are a senior citizen and still very sexual. Mm-hmm. 
I don't consider myself a senior citizen yet, but if the sex drive keeps on this level, I'm going to be right there. Right. <laughs> here's here's a, a joke for the other two listeners that have <laughs> RVs. You just got to keep your gray tank filled to have uh-huh. be great sexual. That's funny if you're an if RV. you're an RVer. No one you know, else even is if you're get an it. RV person, it's still not funny. <laughs> um, the other thing that I'm going to say is I'm going to have you in bed by 10 p.m. if we go out. I'm mm. too old for that staying up till 1 a.m. bullshit. Right, right. We are going to play first while nobody else has using up the furniture. Mm-hmm. And we will get the fuck out of Dodge. Nice. I like that. So keep in mind, oh, podcast listeners and future poly partners or sex Those partners of us or anybody else. over 50 do have something to offer. Absolutely. Don. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the other thing, and I don't know if this is a plus or minus. Sorry, things just pop into my head. I'm not looking, and this is not everybody. This is me. Uh-huh. Because I'm over 50, I'm not looking to have more kids. I'm not looking to create that nesting family, yeah. I guess. I mean, it's, you can be over 50 and looking for a nesting partner, mm-hmm. right? Or looking, kids. Or, you could be or, looking to make kids. Or maybe someone else with kids over 50. Man, was menopause is something that I bring to the I, table. I, yeah, <laughs> no kids. Fair. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> that's a for us. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. We're not looking for somebody to invest in a four hundred k one k with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but people and, over fifty can be. Yeah, so, so you're right. That's very. Us. It's just not us, right? So Don, um, if you wanted to create a powerful power exchange relationship. You don't have to wait until you're over 50. You don't even have to wait until you're over 25. <laughs> you're trying to segways. <laughs> I am trying to segway. Because I, we have a virtual Wicked Grounds on November 30th. You and I will be teaching, creating a powerful power exchange relationship. We will. So, And if you are on our Instagram, Facebook, Fet life twitter any of those things you saw that information go out I today don't, with i don't link. have time for all those things i want to keep up with all of your events books news and discounts and even more via some kind of newsletter Ooh, not a newsletter well you can get a newsletter like these people did they got their ea shout out for signing up um lisa from nebraska jennifer from kentucky Elsie from Canada. Jackie from Canada. Jen from Canada. And Minx from New York. So head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Oh, Canada listeners. I love the Canada. We will be taking the RV to the north. At some point. At some point when, when your winter warm. goes bye-bye. <laughs> when it's warm. You know, I just got a um, big product order today from someone in Canada. So just ordered all our books and a deck of cards. Very cool. I'm glad we could get it out. I can on. ship to Canada. The website will say that I don't ship internationally. But if you reach out to us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com, I will take a look and see if your country is accepting deliveries because they were not at the beginning of covid and sometimes a 20 dollar deck of kingstar cards can cost you 40 dollars in shipping right <laughs> dawn as you know we've tried a few ways to have conversations online to interact and meet people 
they always end up being flooded by sock puppets, trolls, and internet shenanigans. Luckily for us, we found the cage. The cage is dedicated to nurturing an authentic community filled with real people. They use a number of manual and automated tools to help keep the cage safe from bots, trolls, and etc. This is supported by their effective system of community moderation, aided by a friendly and available staff. And of course, they're offering an exclusive gift just for Erotic Awakening listeners. Register now and get two weeks of free premium membership. This is an all-access pass to everything. No strings attached and no credit card required. Just use the promo code EROTIC21 when you register and premium will be activated instantly. Drop on by now and discover a BDSM community like no other. Find your kind of fun inside the cage. That's T-H-E-C-A-G-E dot C-O. We will see you there. Don, you are one of the, oh, I don't know, seven people in the United States who hasn't watched Squid Games yet? No, I haven't. If you had watched Squid Games, then you would know that they play a game called Red Light, Green Light. Do you know that game from being a kid? I do know that game, and I think I was peeking over your shoulder, maybe, during the show. Well... I was happening. I was uh, hanging out over at the cage.co, reading through the forums, and I saw somebody were talking about red flag, green flag, which is where I thought about this. Oh, okay. So, what for you? Red light, just green light. Red top flag, of your head. Flag. What is a red flag? Someone that won't let me use safe words. Great, great call. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm down with that one. For me, top of the head. Um, Somebody who won't talk to me except during business hours. That's a red flag. Mm, that's a good one, too. So, well, what's a green flag for you? A green flag for me is giving me your um, phone number, right? Whether you're saying, hey, text me. Here's my phone number. It's a little bit more of a personal way to connect to people than email. A green flag for me is someone that knows what they want when we start negotiating. Very cool. Red flag for me is somebody that starts off by saying, "Hey, I don't do I don't do um, aftercare." Mm. And specifically, not saying I don't do aftercare. We just did a show about aftercare. Some right. people don't do aftercare. And maybe I shouldn't even say that's a red flag, but to open with that. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I would edit that one out if I would could be bothered to edit this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm debating it internally now. So I'm going to take that off of that an automatic red flag. I'm looking for those automatic red flags. That would make me pause, but it wouldn't necessarily be a red flag. Well, I just had another red flag, and now I can't think of it because I didn't type it out while you were talking. So, and things, okay, so that's something I bring to the table as a 50-year-old. I forget <laughs> things very easily. So, um, another red flag, another red flag. Oh, fuck it. Here's an I easy one. I a good one. one. Now I can't think of it. Oh, man, do I even want to? Oh, got it. Good. So, my other red flag is um, if someone does not want to deal with mine and your power exchange. Ooh, yeah. If I said I'm in a power exchange with, with you, and or they said I had to take off my collar while I was with them because I have a day collar, mm-hmm. red flag mm-hmm. wouldn't happen. They yep. have to be respectful of my relationship to you. And it, you know, and it's funny that, that we're kind of stumbling, or at least I'm a little stumbling on the red flags because you step back, what are this, the situation, mm-hmm. right? But a red flag for me, 
you don't want me to contact any of my friends or family. Mm-hmm. You want to cut off that contact. Right. That's so, a big red flag. That's a big red flag. So um, green flags. Somebody. I want to meet your partner. Ooh, that's if a good it's a poly one. situation, that's a big it's a green poly flag. situation. That's a yeah. green flag. I'd like to meet your partners. You know, it, it not like I'm half. You know, no, no, you gotta overthink it. Let's go with that. Right. So, green flag. Um, man, sense of humor pops into my head. Yeah. Which is funny because I don't think I have a big sense of humor, but I like other people with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Maybe just uh, people that don't take life so seriously is more. Yeah, is more that's a good one. The green flag. So tell us, oh listeners, what are your red flags and green flags? Head over to Discord and share with us what's the hell is happening for you in your oh, I'd love- red light. Greenlight, Green yeah. I'd love to have more people on Discord. So if you want to join us there, the link is actually on our website page, eroticawakening.com. Don, one last thing before we wrap this show up. Recently, Ooh. we started a new list, 10, uh, how not to do polyamory, 10 keys to successful polyamory relationships from mm-hmm. Polyamory Today over there on the Medium. Mm-hmm. Today's number two is don't make rules. And Stephanie Perry who brought this article to light, she writes, rules are what newbie polyamorous couples implement in an effort to control their partners and others and can result in manipulation of a partner's actions. Instead of attempting to control someone else's behavior, set boundaries for yourself. What do you think about that? So that's one of the ones that um, we were actually, we've actually been on a couple of Zoom calls the last couple of nights um, chatting about polyamory. And this is one that kind of gives me a little pause. Mm -hmm. I understand what they're saying with don't make rules, right? That it's a safety net, that it's blah, blah, blah. But you know what? You and I started out with rules we started out with a structure. We started out with, um, this is going to make me feel uncomfortable, so please don't do that. And then mm-hmm. over time, those kind of fell away as we realized that we didn't need a safety net per se. So that's what they're saying with about newbie polyamory people, mm-hmm. right? But I'm okay with that. If we're starting poly, and especially if we've been monogamous for a while, and things make me feel uncomfortable while we do our foray into this to see if it's going to work, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with having some rules set up. I'm also power exchange, so I'm good with rules, yeah. right? So some people are not. But um, I don't mind a little safety net to start with as long as it's not used to manipulate people or shame people or things like that. And and that's the trick to it, right? And mm-hmm. I know a lot of these polyamory discussions that we'll end up talking about boundaries and agreements instead of rules because um, the very word rule has a bad rap in polyland. Mm-hmm. And I and I dig that what and I dig what the author here is saying. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's a, I, I kind of agree with you. It is a bit too cut and one, dried. Cut and dried. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could certainly say, you know, um, if it's a situation where me and a partner have been together for 20 years and we've decided to try poly and my partner says, you know what, before you come home, you better take a shower because I don't want to smell that person on you. That's a legit rule to mm-hmm. me, right? Because that, we talked about this recently in a, as well in that when 
me smelling another man on you isn't an ego thing. It's a very visceral lizard brain thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't do it in a way to shame me. Mm-hmm. You want me to be with other people. You're fine with me being with other people. But like you said, you have a visceral reaction yeah. to a smell of another person. If there is a rule that says, um, I mean, obviously for us, it seems obvious, but we have a rule about safer sex. We do. Right? 20 years in and we still have a rule about safer sex. Now, you could call it an agreement or a boundary, whatever kind of thing you want, but the reality is it's pretty pretty significant. There's nothing wrong with calling that a rule. Yep. So, absolutely give that some thought for yourself. I don't, I'm not real strong one way or the other on this one. Yeah, I'm not too attached to it because we know how we do things. And if someone has rules... And that's what makes them feel better. And the person coming in or people coming in, the new partners are okay with that. I mean, basically to me, I let new people know that I have some rules. And then it's up to them on whether they want to date me or not, knowing that I've got some rules in place. So I don't let it be a surprise. I try to be as upfront and I actually over communicate with new people (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I don't want them to get attached to me if something comes up that they can't deal with. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Cool. And that's it. That is the show for this week. The only thing left we have is the most important part. (laughs) It's Halloween. So Sasquatch sent over some pumpkin titties. They were cute. Super cute. Oh my God, the nipples on those. These were a pair of beautiful breasts that were painted to be pumpkins. Yes. Super pretty. And I wish I had nipples like that. Damn. (laughs) I'm sucking on my own nipples. (laughs) I've seen you do that. Well, that's true. (laughs) If you want to find out more about the naughty, dirty pictures and things Dawn the Slut does, well, don't follow us on Instagram. We just put our normal life there. <laughs> if you want to know, you want to see a picture of the dog, our RV, I what we had for lunch. I try to mix in some sexy stuff. And the occasional sexy <laughs> thing. You can find us on Instagram. See the picture of the day. We're there as Erotic Awakening. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple, Apple, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Including... TheCage.co. You can listen there Oh, now. nice. Feel, Feel free. free to <laughs> reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn at TheCage.co, Twitter, Twitter. and FetLife. We, we are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. We use, or you can just use the links from Erotic Awakening website for our Facebook and Discord. Or like we've said before, just email us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>